0: Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. In today's uh, podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, conversations uh, that, uh, that you probably should be having uh, with your accountant. And uh, this will be part one, probably going to take the next probably three or four weeks and kind of break this down into, uh, into in different areas. And uh, I think most people want to think about, well, you know, what does my accountant do? And uh, a lot of times I'll think that, you know, well, I'll have a conversation with them about my taxes or uh, about the numbers in my business, uh, kind of maybe helping me put together some sort of a profit and loss statement. Um, but, they, uh, but a lot of times the, the resource uh, of someone's accountant isn't usually taken advantage of uh, to its fullest capacity. And to be honest with you, as an accountant owning an accounting firm, uh, we're extremely busy, uh, and I understand that you're probably busy in your business as well, but uh, kind of busy in a, in, a, in a way that's not necessarily unique to us, but uh, in a little bit a different type of a way. We kind of run through the seasonal uh, times. As right now, we're, we're kind of just walking into tax season, and uh, it is extremely difficult to be having some of these types of conversations right now. And, uh, and I'll talk about that a little bit more as we, as we work through this because we are so inundated with the compliance piece. Uh, Just getting tax returns finished, taking the information from last year, making sure that it's together in a way that we can uh, provide a a tax return uh, to our client uh, to be able to get it filed. And now is not the time to be doing a lot of these types of things. But to be honest with you, when we talk about the conversations that you're having with your accountant, it should not be a once a year conversation. It should not be something you just pick up the phone and you have the call uh, and just talk to them uh, come March when your tax return is ready or April when your tax return needs to be filed. Um, It really should be something a conversation that you're having uh, I would say at least quarterly so if you own a business if you're an individual with an individual tax return not uh, not always necessary you're probably conversations you're going to be having more with your your financial planner than you are your accountant but if you're a business owner uh, you should be having a conversation with your accountant quarterly I don't care how good your internal finance team is generally good to have that outside conversation and I'll uh, like I said I'll talk about this a little bit more if we work through this and, uh, of course, we think about our regular daily conversations. Uh, hopefully, you're having a conversation with your Lord every day. You're having a conversation with your spouse every day, uh, with your children every day. And, and, uh, and we shouldn't have the attitude, well, I'll just talk to my wife on Saturday mornings, and, and that'll just be sufficient. One for the week, I'm perfectly fine. Same thing with your accountant. It shouldn't be one of those things. I'm just going to have a conversation with them once a year and hope that the relationship works out well. Okay. Uh, there are going to be problems uh, in your business uh, if you don't have these regular types of conversations. Uh, and, you know, as, as, as an accountant, it'd be a lot easier if, uh, if my client didn't reach out to me and, and talk to me uh, all that often, uh, just simply because I would just allow opportunities for be able to do more work with other people. But, um, but I think really it should be one that you're engaged with your accountants regularly, at least quarterly. And today I'm going to walk through the first five areas. And like I said, in the coming weeks, uh, we'll probably jump into another 10, 15 more as we work through this. But number one, a review of your financial statements. Now, uh, I was on a, actually on a call uh, just a few hours ago, a weekly call with a, one, in one of the masterminds that I'm in, and, and kind of the headline of a call was, uh, was KPIs. And, uh, and of course, KPIs are important, and a lot of times people uh, don't understand the difference between key process indicators and key performance indicators, and, uh, but they're really kind of looking at these, uh, these numbers in almost an emotional way. And a profit and loss statement can be one that provides a lot of emotion. And, uh, and so you're kind of looking at this profit and loss statement and whether it's a monthly one or a quarterly one, and you're looking at it and you think, oh, I'm a great success because the number is this at the bottom or, uh, or I'm a complete failure uh, because of what that number shows at the bottom. And uh, a couple problems with that. Many times, the uh, the business owner doesn't always understand the elements of what's in there. And then, secondly, being able to take that information and uh, be able to uh, uh, bring a little bit of an outsider's perspective or a broader perspective uh, to what does what do those numbers actually mean. So uh, those numbers may be uh, uh, presented to you in a way that uh, maybe there's some sort of other reason. I'll give you an example. Uh, you're depre- you might be showing depreciation that particular quarter that you didn't have in the other quarters. Uh, there may be uh, interest payment that you're making in one quarter you have not made uh, in other quarters or expenses that are annual and, and not being able to really take a look at uh, that, uh, uh, those numbers and understand what all is involved. And so uh, to have that conversation with your accountant, bring them in, uh, be able to, to provide access to your books, uh, to where they can go in, they can clean things up for you, and then uh, be able to have that conversation with you as far as what does the profit and loss statement actually mean. And then also bringing in these other financial statements, a balance sheet. A lot of times bankers look at balance sheets, many times business owners don't. Okay, but a, a balance sheet, I think many times will tell you more about the health of your business than your profit and loss statement. And I would even go further than that and say the statement of cash flow the one uh, financial statement that seems like nobody looks at and uh, very few people understand uh, that even tells you even more about the health of your business because it gives you a snapshot of where the cash is flowing in and out of your business. Okay, um, so uh, have your financial, uh, your financial statements, have that conversation with your accountant quarterly, take a look at your financials, what's going on, all three of your financial statements that have that conversation. Secondly, review of variances. So once these, uh, these numbers are prepared, then you're going to go through and you're going to kind of uh, review the variances, run the comparatives, uh, quarter over quarter, year over year. Uh, did I do the same? Uh, how did I do the quarter in the prior year? How does this compare to the prior quarter in my business? And, uh, and the purpose of this is to be able to help to identify any sort of cost overruns, maybe employee inefficiencies, maybe changes in the market have a, have a, a, a part of this. And, and sometimes we get asked this question a lot as far as, uh, you know, is what we're seeing here, is this what's going on in the rest of the country? Uh, because many times that we in our own businesses, we're kind of siloed to our area. What's going on? I'm, I'm uh, just outside of Chicago in northwest Indiana, and, and so uh, for, for uh, our business owners in the area, they may be focused on what's going on in the Chicagoland area. Well, that's going to be a, a lot different than maybe what's going on in, in other parts of the country. But having that conversation and understanding, okay, well, how does this compare to what's going on in other areas of the, of the, of the, of the country? Am I doing something differently here than other that you're seeing uh, that other people are doing that I may be able to implement in in my business to be able to to help? But to reviewing uh, review those variances, uh, at least quarterly. And, uh, and of course, there are some that uh, should be looked at a little more frequently, but having, uh, having that conversation, the review of your variances. And this can be either process or performance indicators, uh, but taking a look at the numbers and uh, where, where the differences uh, lie and uh, why uh, are those differences there. Number three would be to take a look at trending. And of course, this is going to be a, a little bit of a longer uh, view. So uh, over the past X number of months, over the past X number of years, how is my business trending? But not overall, d- not just overall, but also uh, a little bit more into the micro. Okay, so, uh, so in, in certain areas of my business, is costing me more? Okay, am I trending up? Is the way that my revenue trending, is it, uh, is my, are my employee costs, or my marketing costs, are they trending the same direction? Okay, and then uh, also a little bit more at the macro as well. Is the overall health of the business trending in a positive way? Uh, so, uh, once again, a conversation of ha- having with your accountant is to be able to take a look at the, at, at the trending. Many times your accountant will have tools that he, uh, he or she will have in, uh, in, in their office that they can take this data, import it, and be able to provide you a visual in a way that can help you understand. Because many times, for most of us, we learn more in the visual than uh, sometimes accountants are overly pragmatic and they maybe they like spreadsheets and, and look at things a little bit of a different way. Number four is Tax. Tax planning is not something that is done in February, okay, Uh, after the year is done. Tax planning is something that should be a regular quarterly conversation that you have. So you're going to have an overall plan going into a year as it relates to your tax planning. You're going to do a bulk of of the um, of the kind of the specialty tax planning as you get closer to the end of the year, if you're trying to take profits and maybe invest it in a way to, to be able to reduce your tax exposure. But you should have an overall plan, uh, taking a look quarterly, what's going on inside the business and uh, what can we do to help uh, with our tax exposure or at minimum, at least to be aware of what your tax exposure is. OK, are there opportunities in the business that you can take advantage of? Are there opportunities in the marketplace that you can take advantage of to be, help, be able to uh, mitigate some of your tax exposure? And then uh, lastly for today, number five, is, is going to be your future. And not just the future of the business, but also the, 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 your future lifestyle plans as well. And uh, as, a, as an accountant, many times, not only do we get a picture or a snapshot of what's going on in the, in the business, but many, many times, uh, especially uh, if you're an accountant uh, like I am, that uh, if you're working with an accountant like I am, that takes a little bit more of a holistic view. Uh, I don't get into personal financial planning, um, but, uh, but it's something that we need to be aware of. You know, what's going on in your lifestyle? Is your business able to support your lifestyle? Okay, or are you just simply pulling cash out of your business? We need to be able to understand these things. Uh, So what are the goals that you have in business, and what are the goals that you have personally, and what can we do to make sure that those align? And so what is the plan for the future of the business, Uh, and then uh, what are your lifestyle plans? Uh, Do you need more money out of your business to be able to do the things you want to be able to do personally? Okay, And, and so, that, uh, so that's going to look a lot different than someone who uh, says, you know what, my business, where it's at right now, I don't need much out of my business. Maybe they have money coming in from er- other areas, maybe they're just very frugal, and, uh, and, but they want to uh, take that money and invest it back into the business. Okay, But all of these conversations need to be had to be able to understand, okay, how are we going to help you steer the ship of the, uh, of the business financially? And uh, So what you're wanting to do in the business, what you're wanting to do in the lifestyle, does that, uh, with your lifestyle, does that al- align with your tax plan? Does that align with, uh, with, uh, with what you're wanting to do uh, as you move forward in your business? Is your lifestyle going to uh, prohibit you from doing what you want to do in your business or vice versa? Uh, you're going to have to realize that you're going to have to make some sacrifices on the individual, on the lifestyle end, to be able to get your business uh, to uh, to, where, uh, to where you want it to go. So what needs to happen in the business uh, and what needs to happen in your lifestyle to be able to support uh, those future opportunities, those future goals that you may have inside of your business. Conversations you should be having with your accountant. Review your financial statements. Reviewing your bari- uh, any variances. Uh, uh, trending that's going on in your business and in the marketplace making sure that you're having conversations regarding with uh, regarding your tax planning, and then also the future of your lifestyle as well as the future of your business. Hope this podcast brought some value to you. I would encourage you, if you haven't already, please subscribe. Once again, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Have a wonderful day.